All right, guys, this is Derek Soto, and we're going to talk a little bit about receiving payments from clients. There's a number of ways that you can do this, and there's a number of reasons why you would choose different payment methods. But one of the things that you want to make sure is that your client can pay for your services comfortably. Very important. If they're using their last dime, you're just asking for a refer, um for a refund, especially around the holiday season. So make sure that you vet your clients and make sure that your advertising uh, repels people that don't have the proper fundage to purchase the stellar product that you offer. And number two, make sure that your product is the best that you could possibly make it. Okay. Deliver the most value and Value does not mean quantity, okay? Well, quantity is great to have for a course. If you're doing courses, as an example, you want to get to the meat and potatoes of it as quick as you can. Um, so if you do a course, a great way to structure it is to just say, here's the action steps, go forth and do likewise. And then you could have um, a second uh, extended cut of each of those videos where if you want to dive in deeper um, and go through the nitty-gritty for people that want to do that they can as well but it's optional okay the reason why you want to do that is you want to reduce the amount of friction uh, which is resistance of people actually looking at your courses and being overwhelmed with the amount of material and not doing anything. So if they see that the uh, action materials or the quick start action materials are only a few minutes long each, like five minutes or less each, um, then the consumption is going to go way up. Whereas each, if each video is an hour long, uh, good luck you getting them watching even the first video, okay? If people don't consume your content, they can't get quality from it, okay? So very important to do. Now on to the payments. There's different things you can do. You can do payments that make it so that uh, a customer cannot refund, such as uh, Venmo and Zelle and things like that. Well, technically they can, but it's difficult. Um, you can do bank uh, wire transfer for larger amounts. I recommend that you do this for any amount over $1,000. Um, you could have people send you a check in the mail um, and wait, make sure that it clears before you deliver any services. Um, so there's different uh, ways that you can receive payments. Receiving payments via credit card reduces the amount of friction, but increases the amount of risk. So you have to kind of keep that balance in mind. The less friction you have in the payment process, for the most part, the more risk on your side of a chargeback uh, or whatever, and that really hurts, especially if you do a $2,000 or $5,000 or more $1,000 service for somebody, and then they just take the money back. Um, so even if your product is excellent, there are people that will 
take advantage of you. And so you have to think about what you're most comfortable doing, okay? Now, when it comes to Venmo and Cash App and all these other things, uh, I find them a little shady and not very trustworthy. I definitely would stick to a professional PayPal account, which, again, kind of puts the power in the... Um, in the purchaser's control, but if you're delivering on your program, your refunds will be low. Um, it will give people peace of mind and help your conversions if they have the ability to uh, get their money back and they know that, and you let them know up front, you know, hey, you have, you know, you're guaranteed not just by me, but by also by PayPal as well. So you have two ways to get a refund. If you want a refund, just contact me directly. I'll hook you up. Um, but for whatever reason, if you can't get a hold of me, you can call PayPal and they'll do the same for you as well. That gives people peace of mind. So you have to kind of figure out what works best for you and your risk tolerances. Um, but I definitely would have some verbiage in there. If you're selling high ticket courses and I recommend that you do, there's no point in wasting, uh, time selling tiny little courses. And for that, just use a credit card. You don't care if they charge back, whatever, you know, um, to build that doing a smaller transaction builds that trust. So you can go from a $37 purchase all the way up to, It'll increase your thousands of dollars transactions by doing a smaller transaction first. That's just from experience telling you. Now, um, so I recommend that you can use a credit card for that. Um, you can do upsells with that if you want to. Um, you know, but just keep in mind also that your product and the the whole user experience needs to be excellent your sale does not stop once you get money the second you get paid that's when your sale really starts you really need to deliver real value <clears throat> to solidify that sale okay um, by helping your clients get the value that they seek that they're purchasing okay Put yourself in the customer's shoes. If you pay for something, don't you want to get the most value out of it? Okay? So treat your neighbor as you would treat yourself, like Jesus said. Okay? That's going to go a long way in helping you to keep more of the money that you initially make. All right? And it's also going to help you to get better reviews on your products. So when people look online uh, for your, your product or service, when they look you up, they're not going to, they're going to have a hard time finding negative reviews about you if you're doing your job correctly. All right. So. You know, think about those different payment options, and I would recommend doing a um, a check by mail, or um, recommend doing a bank transfer, 
uh, if you don't want to deal with the headaches of wondering if someone's going to take their money back anytime they want to within 90 to 180 days, depending on the card, if you're using credit, if you're taking payments with credit cards. Now, if you have high confidence in your product and you should, then taking credit cards should not be a problem. If you do take credit cards or any kind of payment that allows the person to and you know to take their money back without your control you should hold in your reserves and in your business bank account at least two to three transactions so when you make your first two or three sales just keep them in the account in the event that they do a chargeback and wait until the chargeback period is over before you know you use that money um, or just keep it in there in perpetuity to cover any future refunds that come up. Reason why I say that is because if you only have one sale and it's $2,000 and you use it to spend, pay bills, and then someone does a chargeback, well, how are you going to pay it back? Now you're in debt. Okay. So that's going to be a problem. And so definitely want to keep some reserves in your account to cover uh, chargebacks and things like that. Very important to do, all right? And even if you're using a method where someone can't um, or it's extremely hard for them, <clears throat> like a bank transfer, excuse me, to get their money back, you don't want to keep someone's money if they really, you know, if the, if you haven't done anything for them yet and they just kind of change their mind, um, just give them their money back, you know, um, unless it's in the agreement that you don't do refunds. And if you don't do refunds, make it crystal clear, read it to them, put it in the email, put it in your contracts read it to them, make sure they understand. Do you understand there's no refunds to this? Do you understand that the second you hit payment, that's it. You, you're, you're locked in, you know, are you willing to accept that? Because you don't have to do this. So once you do it, it's done, you know? And so you have to set the right expectations and you got to do it in a cool way and do it in the right tone so that people, um, have the right expectations when they work with you and they'll take you seriously. If you, I would say that if you have a product that you don't have refunds on, people will respect and take you more seriously when you're working with them because you're not playing games and you're saying we're getting rid of the money situation right now. And also when it comes to monthly fees, always try to do the monthly a year in advance up front um, because your churn will um, which is the people that will cancel their subscription is much higher than uh, you'll make a lot less money if you charge monthly than if you charge per year okay so I recommend that you do that. Um, and that's how I did 
um, in one of my things, I one of my projects, I did a year up front, and it works beautifully um, because people are committing to a realistic time frame for that project. That time frame made sense um, because that's about how long it takes to get the results for that particular project. So, and with a little bit of cushion, too, for people that take their time with it, okay? But I do recommend, at the end of the day, that you go with a trusted, legitimate payment source, which also builds credibility with you and your customer. Um, keep some reserves for any refunds, and provide the best service that you can, all right? God bless.